Hey everybody, this is Stick and this is Red, and we're uh, just here to tell you really fast that this is the first episode of our podcast ever recorded. It has some sound issues where you can hear me, but you can only sort of hear Red, and uh, it was generally recorded at a lower quality than the other episodes, so we just wanted to warn you. There's still some good goofs in it. There's still some uh, some nice jokes, but uh, maybe it's, it's not our best. Maybe do not judge us by the quality of our very first episode. At, at least make it to the second episode before this, you stop listening. The second episode is pretty cool. So if you wanted to start there, I would not blame you at all. Uh, that's it. Uh, you know, whatever you decide to do, enjoy it. <laughs> hope we can pick up the sound of that car screeching in the snow in the parking lot outside. Hello everyone! <laughs> Welcome to uh, the morbid moment. Uh, hello. Oh man, we're doing it. I'm doing the thing. I know. This is exciting. <laughs> okay, <live. laughs> we are live. Okay, so hi! Uh, my name is Katie Nyborg, but most people on the internet know me as Stick. Sitting across from me is Red, the ever uncredited... And somewhere around here is Toki the Sound Guy. Uh, we are have decided to do a podcast where I talk about creepy stuff. Uh, thinking serial killers, ghosts, haunted houses, uh, monster lore, bizarre stuff that's actually happened or has questionably happened. I'm all about the weird and I love talking about it and... Uh, Red is here with me because if I was just reading by myself, I would sound like I'm a college professor, but not one of the cool ones, one of the really boring ones just reading out of a textbook and no one would be interested in that. So I'm sure I would just be making snide comments from the background anyway. <laughs> absolutely. So why not bring the snide comments right here where everyone can laugh at them at my expense, perhaps. Because she's hilarious. Um, and uh, so yeah, the uh, the way that this show's gonna work is I'm gonna show up with a topic that I'm really interested in, or that uh, you guys have suggested that you wanted me to talk about, and we're gonna just talk about it, converse, explore a little bit. And I think normally I'm probably not gonna know much about it beforehand. Yep. Uh, some of these episodes I'm gonna try and keep really quiet so that I can get all of Red's candid what that happened responses. <laughs> I liked your impression. <laughs> what that that's what, what? my god what? that's crazy. <laughs> that's how you talk. And, <laughs> um but I also get really excited and sometimes just blabber about topics for weeks uh beforehand. So with this one for example she knows all about it and may just make sarcastic comments the whole way I through. Can pretend you I can pretend know. That you don't know. I'll still make snipe comments. Though. You'll <laughs> just be like, wow, I had no, I had idea. no idea. What a plot wow. twist. Oh boy. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and that's basically going to be it. Uh, we're uh, uh, for. Hmm. Not professionals of not, any kind. <laughs> good God, we're so not professional. <laughs> just, if you haven't guessed by my number of ums already. We're just people who like weird stories. We just like weird stories. Uh, yeah, definitely. For me, I have, I have a AA at a community college in 
art, so I am not an expert. Totally relevant. Totally relevant. (laughs) I am not a a historian. I am not a parazoologist. I am not even a book writer or anyone with any sort of uh, real anything under my belt. Uh, I just happen to really like ghost stories and really like spooky things and I like creepy stuff. And and, you like talking. And I like talking. Oh, we're we're there already, huh? (laughs) Hey, no, that's a marketable skill. Okay, in the in the the, it's a podcast world. There you go. I'm way you're way better at internet than I am. (laughs) And that's why you are the talk the helper, the co the the co-host. This is why I'm uncredited. (laughs) This is why you're uncredited. Oh, oh, we love it. Um, so yeah, but I try to do all my. I try to find good sources. I try to find plenty of references and things to back up what I'm saying. So I'm trying not to say any blatant lies or spread misinformation about stuff that didn't actually happen. But that said, I (laughs) I would not use me as a source if you're writing a research paper for college. Um, This is more of like a if you need a a weird story to tell while you're out drinking to your friends. Yep, this is your (laughs) this is your morbid moment. Just have a little, just sit down on your way to work or with dinner and learn something about some weird stuff from life. That's pretty much it, yeah. That's pretty much it. Here's your little morbid moment. Uh, Red um, is probably actually not very doesn't uh, she's She's about my qualifications. She's not any more qualified than I am, but she is much smarter than I am, <laughs> especially when it comes to things like science or animals. I know just enough or medicine. to be dangerous. She knows just enough to I know enough to fake it. Oh. I'm like, "Oh, yes, I know that word in Latin." Sort of please anyone that actually knows Latin. Please confirm or deny. No, don't. Don't. Because it's oh. embarrassing to me. Okay, never <laughs> just, mind. Just, like, humor me. <laughs> just if Red pretend. says, on the record, if Red says anything wrong, no one correct her. Let her, <laughs> let like her live in her ignorance. Perfect. Uh, but yeah, uh, we are super interested in hearing what you guys are interested in hearing us talk about, and I would be happy to do research for anyone that likes a topic, but, you know... Uh, uh, just wants to hear someone talk about it and maybe learn some more about it. So, especially if it's like a thing that they have extra info on or that like happened in their hometown, that yeah. would be super extra cool. Super extra cool. More about that at the end. That's uh, if we make it. If we make it there, dun dun dun. <laughs> it's really okay. It's much dread. Okay. So what are we doing? Today's topic, uh, we're going to talk about actually one of my very favorites, which is a very simple story, which was a poor choice for... No, no, this is really good for starting. Okay. Start out easy. (laughs) (laughs) Start off easy. It's a very simple story, but I... It's very hard to find any information about it because it happened a very long time ago in Paris. But this story is, um, the wolves of Paris, in fact... So I dug up a bunch of stuff. I went full Indiana Jones, went to my local library, picked some old ancient tomes out of the shelves and You're really making that sound cool. Tra- cool. <laughs> translated it from directly from Latin with my extensive knowledge of movie gimmicks. 
No, I actually just went to the library and checked out a book for the first time in, like, ten years, but... And it was a book that has been checked out for the first time in, like, 20 years. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? It's it's a cool book, actually. But I uh, pulled it all together, and here we are. I'm going to tell you what is the deal with The Wolves of Paris. Why do I like it so much? What's what's so cool about it? It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Spoilers. Yeah. Uh, so, wolves have been villains in stories for a very, very long time. We all know about, uh, you know, Three Little Pigs. Every instance of Big Bad Wolf Every there is. Every instance of Big Bad Wolf there is. Little Red Riding Hood. It was, you know, wolves were one of the villains in the Beauty and the Beast Disney movie. There's that one where Liam Neeson punches a bunch of CG wolves. <laughs> That's my favorite fairy tale. <laughs> you know. So, uh, and you know, they're big scary predators, so like sharks and... I don't know, bears, they're easy to turn into villains and things that heroes have to fight or things that are antagonizing uh, and scary. Um, But wolf attacks in real life are actually very, very uncommon. Most of them, it looks like, are, at least in modern day, most of them are actually because of rabies incidents or something in the brain that makes them attack people instead of any of their natural instincts. Um, there are... There have been a few instances of people being attacked or bitten by wolves because they're in strenuous circumstances, like humans antagonizing the wolves. Or, I don't know, someone in L.A. deciding they want a pet wolf because that'll be cool and exotic, and then it turns out that wolves shouldn't be kept as pets, or, you know, unfortunate things like that. And there have been a couple of rec- recorded incidents of people dying from wolf attacks, and it seems like it's completely unprovoked, but they are very, 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 very rare, and they happen in remote places like Alaska, or, I don't know. Where there are probably more wolves than people. <laughs> or Russia, where it's cold and the wolves are all scary. <laughs> Science. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, I think most of the the wolf villainy is usually like from the wolves. They don't like sheep. Yeah, or and the so wolf ate my sick child. It's was playing out in the forest. Right. It's way way more likely that wolves attack livestock like sheep uh, that are just hanging out in fields. Easy pickings for wolves. Farmers are arguably on wolf territory, as far as wolves think. Um, shepherds out trying to protect their flock. Shepherds out trying to protect their flock. You know, that's that's where that's way more likely to be a cause of any wolf violence in uh, modern day. And it's it was the same uh, back in ye old fifteenth century as well. Uh, you know, there were more common wolf attacks because it was just way easier to eat people. And there were more wolves. And there were more wolves around, and humans were settling in wild territory where. You know, uh, Those are like, that's my backyard, yo. That's my backyard, guys. Um, but it was still pretty unheard of for a wolf to, like, say, walk into a city and start eating people. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. That would never happen. That would be like now if we heard that a wolf walked into downtown Costco. Seattle and started eating people. Wolf and Costco. Like, <laughs> we would, the media would be all over it. Everyone would be panicking. Because it's a weird thing. Because it's a weird thing that shouldn't happen. 
Which is why this story is so cool. (laughs) And bizarre. So, here's the setting. Paris, sometime in the mid-15th century. I've heard 1483, or 14... Oh, no. Numbers. We're already... Numbers! We're already messing up the dates. Okay, Paris, (laughs) mid-15th century. I've read 14... 38, 1448, 1450. A couple of things said the winter of 1450, so we're going to go with that. Um, I choose to believe that this happened on all of them. All of them. At the same time? You can't. It's different dates. It can't be at the same time. But no, the same incident happening on oh, all of them. I, I'm just going to say that everyone's right. I can neither confirm nor, confirm nor deny. So, Paris back in the 14th. 15th centuries were was still a small city it was mostly made of wood or stone you know small small houses it uh was not the big giant city that we know and love today um it was surrounded by a protective wall because it was engaged in a lot of uh the battles that had to do with the hundred years war um, but it was still, it was still kind of, it was, it was not the bustling place we know today. And this took place in the middle of winter. It was cold as dicks. Uh, not a lot of food. They were having a lot of trouble, especially because of the Hundred Years War. All of their resources were very strained and they, uh, were having a rough winter. Not enough food to go around for everyone. Uh, everyone was having kind of a hard time. Um, which, so... Life is already rough in Paris, and then someone dies in the middle of town because they are attacked by a wolf and his pack. In the middle of town? In the middle of town, right in front of the Notre Dame Cathedral, where the, which if you know your history, towns tend to spring up around cathedrals because cathedrals are the center of religion and then social gatherings. So yeah, Notre Dame Cathedral right in the middle of Paris. That's where the first attack happens. Wow. I don't think I knew that part. Oh, yeah. And it's, it is literally in the middle of town, so there's lots of people, everyone freaks out, and someone gets eaten by this big red wolf. It's very spooky. Uh, he's, uh... Uh, this wolf is named Cortad. He's been, he's so famous that they gave him a name. It means short tail because he had a weird bob tail. Uh, a lot of, some people think that he might have been like a mixed breed wolf with some sort of dog that had a short tail, but it's way more likely that he was just another species of wolf that traveled over and happened to get his tail chopped off oh, in a like fight the, with another wolf like or in a... The, that's why the red color Yeah. He was a different species of wolf that migrated because wolves can migrate for a very long time. Mm-hmm. If they get kicked out of their pack or whatever, they will travel and the idea was that Cortad showed up here and was like, okay, I'm in charge now. Got himself a big wolf pack and then marched into Paris. So, there's a big scary wolf eating people in Paris. Okay, so first question Yes. is that Paris has a big wall around it. Paris has a big wall around it. I'm assuming this wall has holes in it. (laughs) This wall does have holes in it. How did you know? (laughs) 
Because that's the only way it would make sense. Well, at first, people were really confused because they had that same question. They're like, there's a wall around Paris. How how did he get in? How did a wolf gang... A wolf gang. Uh, yeah, as soon as, as soon as the story got out, they started asking around, and people outside the wall were like, oh yeah, that's Cortad and his pack. He's been eating sheep outside the wall for ages. We hate him. He's awful and scary. And then they poked around and realized that the wall has been in disrepair for a long time. No one's had the money or time to fix it. So there were... They were going to be invaded by... By a pack of wolves. Human-eating animals. Yep, so there was some holes in the wall. They slipped through. They decided, hey, you know, there's not enough... There's not enough... uh, animals out in the forest for the wolves to eat because the French kept eating kept eating all of them because they didn't have food. <laughs> Thanks, French. <laughs> and then since the farming was going so bad, there wasn't enough livestock for the wolves to eat because they couldn't feed their livestock so no one had any food, so the wolves were like, alright, food's in there. We'll just walk on in. Look how slow and squishy these weird monkeys are in here. Delicious. Toddling around in their two So in that first incident, uh, Cortad and his pack of wolves uh, devoured 14 people in a month. That's a a large number of people. And you know, I think that's actually a lot for a wolf pack, even. Devoured is the word that was used. Oh. Um, I don't know how devoured. I don't know, like, on a scale of... Nibbled to... <laughs> to completely stripped of flesh. But they it is recorded that they killed and ate 14 people their first time around over the course of about a month. Wow. And then they disappeared, and no one could find them. They were probably, like, chilling back in their dog lair, like, man, I am full. <laughs> Funny you say that, actually. That, uh, that comes up now. How'd oh. you know? Didn't surprise. So genuine surprise there. So everyone's freaking out because a bunch of people just got eaten by wolves and this doesn't happen. And Cortad is a big scary guy. He's like the Disney villain. I'm thinking of like the Lion King, how Scar is colored differently from all the other oh, lions yeah, so yeah. that you know he's the Everybody bad guy. That... And Cortad is this big rusty red oh, wolf. Oop, pause. Okay, hang on. Okay. Okay, so lesson learned number one: don't record while alarms are scheduled to go off. Okay. Also, we have an Amazon order that's supposed to be arriving soon, so that's going to be another professional. <laughs> we're learning. Oh my god. Okay, so people were terrified of this big, scary red wolf. The Disney villain has the arrived. Disney villain with you know he has he has. A hair that was probably dyed in the blood of his enemies. He's got a weird shaped tail and he's huge. He's, and he's got a name. He's got a name, Cortad. He's leading around this pack of other wolves that follow him. And uh, it was said that people were terrified that he was going to eat them either inside the city or outside. And they'd start saying, beware of Cortad whenever anyone left the city. <laughs> it's he- like they're new, just goodbye. Goodbye, just don't get eaten by a wolf. See you later. Watch out for wolves. And he was nicknamed the Thief of the Woods or the Cruel Captain. Well, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, and he was just all around. People were scared. 
you know, if you thought you might get eaten, by you wouldn't. demon wolf. By this <laughs> demon wolf, you wouldn't go outside, you wouldn't go to the market, you wouldn't let your kid play out in the courtyard or wherever you happen to live. It had everyone very terrified. So, you know uh, what I would do, though? What? I would start a Kickstarter to get that wall repaired. <laughs> <laughs> Stat. Ye old Kickstarter, please contribute your silver pieces to the repair of yon wall. Stretch goals include. <laughs> Cortad plush. Cortad plush. And... Is that our order? Oh, God. I'm pausing. Oh, no. Nope, false alarm. <laughs> false alarm. It's um, just neighbors. Oh, this is going to be a mess. Yes. Why do we live in such a lo- loud apartment? Because it was affordable. Straight up. <laughs> it's getting too real. So, everyone's scared of this wolf, but of course no one's... They're not going to just sit there and take it. Uh, the A group of people, strong, brave individuals from Paris got together to go ahead and see if they could search for the wolf den and get them there because this was a big problem. I, I'm definitely picturing Gaston. It, I mean, I, sure, t- torches and pitchforks, yeah. sing a little song, <laughs> kill the beast. <laughs> Absolutely. So they looked around, they searched the forest outside, and they found a big old wolf den. They found their lair, and it was empty. And then they're like, oh no, they're in Paris right now. The call's coming from upstairs. <laughs> I can only imagine them getting there, like, ready to fight, like, expecting to see wolves there at any second, getting there, seeing it empty, and going, oh no, where are they? Oh, so legit, not just to be funny. Not just to be funny. I think that would have been the reaction. And then it turns out that they were, in fact, back in Paris and eating oh. people. Oh. <laughs> okay. Surprise! So... Uh, right. So, you know, a month or two had gone by at this point, and people started getting eaten again. They killed four women. They bit 17 other people. Jeez. At least 11 of which died from their wounds, which might have been a secondary infection because it was kind of dirty and awful. In And wolf mouths are super And wolf clean. mouths are super full of bacteria. <laughs> so... At, at least 11 people died from their wounds, oh. either from blood loss or complications or wounds getting infected and turning into gangrene or whatever horrible, Yeah, and like, if you know happen. generally the low stats of people getting attacked by wolves and Peasant stats? Dying, yeah. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> they only got four hit points. It's, it's quick. <laughs> quick work. And... They couldn't. They couldn't catch these guys. They tried. Obviously, they got bitten. That people were dying even more. Even more people were dying. Um, and so eventually, what they had to do is they got together in the town. They made a long, luring trail of delicious, fresh meat. So they're coming up with like a battle plan. They're coming up with a battle plan. They're like, okay, we're gonna finally do this. They make their long path of meat all the way back to the center of town where it started, to the Notre Dame Cathedral. The wolves follow the trail, because, hey, free food. And they lead all of the wolves back into the courtyard where the citizens of Paris and the pack of wolves duke it out to the death. (laughs) 
Do we do we have any idea um, the size of the wolf pack? We do not. It could have been. We we have no idea if it was like four wolves or I, twenty like, wolves. The sheer amount. Like I'm assuming that they're that they're eating these people. They're not mm-hmm. just mauling them. Yeah, it seems it seems like it is definitely a food oriented. Because that's a hell of a lot of prey, large scale prey. I would think. For four, just like wolves. five wolves or something. Yeah, I'm thinking that this is a big wolf pack. Maybe. Or at least I choose to picture you know, it's a large wolf pack. That would make a lot of sense. It. I don't know which is scarier, the idea of a large wolf pack running around <laughs> or like Paris. Or like just four elite badass wolves that like are level. really hungry. <laughs> so, uh, in the end, they uh, the citizens of Paris did actually manage to defeat all of the wolves. Uh, they basically stoned and speared them to death right there in front of the Notre Dame Cathedral. I'm sure more people died of injuries. Um, it's got to be an epic battle. I, and I wonder why there's not a movie about this. I really don't know. Doesn't it sound amazing? <laughs> it does. I mean, to me. <laughs> like, people, like, forget Liam Neeson versus the wolves. I want to see the old-timey citizens of Paris like, versus coming, a pack like, coming, of wolves. Coming up with this... You got a plan to face off with this wolf and his cronies that really, I think, sounds about as smart as a bunch of villagers. Mm-hmm. To, and like, come up with a scheme to lure him and his dudes to the middle of town and then use all of the citizens to try to defeat him. So they eventually killed Cortad. Thank goodness everyone was so relieved, and it said that they paraded his body around town <laughs> like we've killed the beast. Oh we've done it. He is slain. We no longer have to live in fear. We've, uh, the we've, demon wolf. The demon wolf is is no more. Um, in the end, the total death count of people from these wolves was at least thirty. And is this in the in the city? This is in the city. Uh, so at least thirty people died. Jeez. As many as forty people died. Uh, it is a little bit. It it's a little bit sad to me because this is probably largely just because the wolves didn't have anything else to eat, and they were probably moving into town as some sort of a hoping for food or maybe to get some of their territory back. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm totally on Team Wolf. <laughs> Team Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, there you go. That's, and that's very sad to me. I mean, I probably should be on Team... Team people. Human, human it, beings in town who are It's terrified. sad that a bunch of wolves died. It is also sad that a bunch of peasants were eaten by wolves. And scared uh, while their lives are already pretty awful. Pretty awful. But... Dang, isn't that an awesome <laughs> face-off at the end? <laughs> what a bunch of badasses walking in stealth killing murdering eating scaring everyone it was a good time for for the wolves for the wolves uh and uh now cortad is a sort of famous animal figure in history sort of like the savo lions where you know they were just known for killing a lot of people and kind of went down in history for that uh it's it's kind of surprising to me that I haven't heard more about them. Mm-hmm. Well, and it is a very simple story. Wolves walk in, eat a bunch of people. People try to find them, can't find them. Wolves eat more people. <laughs> Humans, wolves, duke it out. Fight to the finish. Ominous Latin chanting in the background. 
lots of high angle shots from the tower and with the picturesque uh, Notre Dame in the background. Absolutely, nice cold winter, lots of oh yeah, and the dead of winter, spooky cool lights going on there. So I think it would make a very good movie. This is like a big hint, hint to people who can make movies. Do it. Get on it. <laughs> Long story short, wolves are cool, and that is our first episode. Just a little neat little story of something that not a lot of people have heard about. And our delivery hasn't gotten here yet, so we've talked But I've still got more to say, so I have to sneak it in before it gets here. So, (laughs) thank you everyone for listening. If you liked liked hearing this and you want to hear more stuff like it, go ahead and uh, head over to iTunes, rate us, uh, leave us a little review. Um, And if there's something that you want to hear talked about on the Morbid Moment, you can go ahead and send a suggestion over to morbidmomentpodcast at gmail.com. I am looking for hauntings. I'm looking for ghost stories. I'm looking for monster lore. We're maybe going to do uh, serial killer stuff, but that's probably going to be not super common. I like old-timey serial killers more than I like new modern serial killers because most serial killer stories just end up being a huge bummer. And I'm more into it more for the story and the characters and uh, learning about the human condition through how we react to fear in our environment. And not just being depressing. And not just being depressing. Or like, oh man, this crazy person, look what they did. It's not... It gets a little awkward. Yeah. But, but, you know, anything else, go for it. And you're welcome to send suggestions of uh, anything anything really you can send me articles you can send me personal stories i just love hearing from you guys and uh i love learning about new things and sharing it with the world this is really just the way to feed our weird story habit so (laughs) and if you're listening to this you probably have a weird story habit too so feel free to share i'd love to hear from you um as for episodes we're gonna try and do one of these every two weeks uh because we're both really busy people so um one this is not our job (laughs) (laughs) one week for recording and then one week for editing and getting everything uploaded and all that but uh we'll see how that goes um maybe i'll be able to do it more often who knows um and i still don't have a good way to sign us off so i'm just going to awkwardly say this has been stick red has been my helper toki has been our sound guy and uh this has been your morbid moment and we will talk to you again soon bye bye